0: The Blackout of Sunrise: The Christmas Episode. <laughs> Today's guest is John Heffernan of war cry Training. John is a long-time advocate of fitness and physical health. He has partic- participated in a numerous amount of fitness activities through years, some of which include marathon running, triathlon competitions, judo, jiu-jitsu, mountain hiking, rock climbing, mountain biking, <laughs> snowboarding, and gym-based strength training. I probably forgot a few. In recent years, his love of fitness has led to a career in the field. John established Warcraft Training in 2013. Was it
1: 2013? I have no idea.
0: Here in Cork, (laughs) after returning from the US, where he lived with his wife in Portland, Oregon, where he worked in Portland Rock Climbing Gym. Warcry Training offers a comprehensive personal training service to all types of people on both individual and group basis. Prior to this, John worked as an archaeologist for many years, attaining his director's license in...
1: 2010, maybe? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> John, be great. the date master. Yeah, John, welcome. 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 This has been a
0: long time in the making because I was looking back through my notes and uh, I planned to do this in 2014, I think.
1: Yeah, but everything takes more time Doesn't than you it? think. I know,
0: especially nowadays. Let's have a Warcry, right, Jay Bone. So you set it up in 20 20- something. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're a fan of fitness. What was the moment? I know you. I, sure, I I know you for years, and for as long as I've known you, fitness has been a huge part of your life. But the transition from it being like your hobby to a potential career—when did that light bulb go off in your head? And mm. where did the name work? Or come from. I think I know, but you can tell us.
1: Well, it act—it actually happened before, Karen. When I was working this is before I went to the states, and when I was working as an archaeologist, it happened then. Do you know what I mean? It was like. I'm not exactly the world's keenest archaeologist and what actually <laughs> I, I saw me?
0: you on the cover of Archaeology <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Weekly. <laughs> no man, when you think of it, I, I, I questioned why I liked archaeology and the answer was I liked digging holes. <laughs> so it's the physical, I actually liked the physical element of it. Oh yeah, that makes and sense. Yeah man, like I, I actually, I was renowned for hole digging. <laughs> we know? dug a ditch we took it we took a ditch in y'all and yeah. it was just lovely i love yeah. the physical yeah. so when i went to building conservation you know the physical side wasn't there anymore as a project oh, manager because yeah, i
0: forgot about tkb yeah. yeah yeah
1: so basically went from that physical being outside uh training all the time obviously like in different sports and stuff but just for myself then like you go to building conservation and you're sitting down at a desk and you're just like this this ain't floating my boat you know and it was yeah. then that i was like all right you know, I started on the fitness path actually making, making a career of it, you know, so that was like, that was eight or nine years ago, you know? And
0: that's so contrary to your, your, almost your philosophy of, you know, like sitting at a desk. You know what? It uh, doesn't work for you, man.
1: And I'm shit at computers and it was just, you know, it was like.
0: <laughs> Johnny Techno.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it was like as well, I was, I got into the situation, oh, you know this when I was thrown in at the deep end with conservation. And I was literally telling lads who were 20 years building walls how to build a damn wall. And I was like, it's like someone who has never trained in their life, who's an elephant, coming up to me and saying, telling me how to train after reading Men's Fitness. That's what it equated to. And it's not good when, you, when, when, you're, when you're pushing on a bit, you want to be confident in what you're doing. So now I'm like, fucking, I, can, I can train people. I know I don't have 20 years of experience training myself. Uh, and, and you know I can apply that and it's yeah. it's good, you know, it's good for the confidence. It's good for yourself. You're doing something you know how to damn do.
0: You did a personal training course in mm. the Maraday, didn't you?
1: I did. Yeah. And I mean. They are worked as I rest my stocking foot on your <laughs> on your dumbbell, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the PT, the, like you can do personal training course very quick now. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of people like me who who f- like they're passionate about fitness so the pt course is just really it's a gateway to get insurance for for a lot of people what what does count as experience and uh i think just a deeper knowledge of of, of uh like anatomy and physiology and why you do certain things and that just takes time to develop especially if you don't do a structure you're not a degree or a master's you you need to ruminate over stuff you need to do stuff wrong you need to do stuff right you need to train yourself to actually make mistakes to develop a, a whole package so the pt was just was just a window it was like a fucking i ate it up man I, it was fun but it, it's just it's just a window i've learned more in the last six years like i mean it's been serious you know no i mean fucking every spare minute i'm looking at the, the youtube reading books it's it's been constant evolution and learn that'll just go on but the pt course Oh, you know, people get annoyed that there's. Oh, I every man and his dog is a PT trainer. I don't know. What. I think it's cool, man. Do you know what I mean? It's it's good. I mean, people are are more interested in themselves. And in the end of the day, being a personal trainer is about trying to help people.
0: What was the age actually? Uh, in the the group, was there? Um, you know the way like y you, you kind of found it later in, in, like more recent times. As an old man As an Karen. old man basically but in a
1: young man's body <laughs> though. That's the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: But what was the age group like in the course? Was it all around your age group? No man, it, no? it was
1: it, it was a spread. It was like it was lads who were 80, 19, up to uh, I think sixty. Sixty. Yeah, there was a guy called Dermot Blount. Uh he lives in Tremor and I actually had read a book about a guy sea kayaking around Ireland once. Very interesting book, Dancing with Waves. Excellent book. And I got talking to Dermot, and he was like, oh, "I am a sea kayaker." Kind of understated, but it turns out he was a serious sea kayaker. He'd like did the first Irish circumnavigation of Iceland or something like that, you know. And it turns out at one part in the in the book, your man is about a kilometer off Tremor in his sea kayak. This is the guy who wrote the book, and some guy just swims out to him and jumps on the back of his kayak and sits on the back of it that was your man dermot really so Jesus. he he was just doing the course just to give boot camps on the beach it was kind of that was the, the heyday of the boot camp Mm. when it was like I'm doing a boot camp There's, your man fucking killed me I couldn't walk for three days that was that that era where, it's so
0: retro no? yeah
1: classes were like kind of exploding you know what I mean mm. and it was the boot camp was the thing you know you were like it wasn't a good boot camp if you didn't have a crushing pain <laughs> for like a week after <laughs> you couldn't train for a week that was a good boot camp <laughs> I give good I give good boot <laughs>
0: Yeah? You know? a good boot camp booty can't be heaven
1: <laughs> can I slurp
0: you can slurp I'll um yeah. loosen up Man, there, that's um, yeah because like in the last while it seems to be like it's almost like the, the primary school <laughs> teacher thing you know what I mean there's mm-hmm. a huge surge of people going back to be become primary school teachers but there's also a huge surge of people maybe doing becoming personal trainers yeah. and stuff you know what would separate you from the crowd you know what I, and I, I do you know the way I, I saw a picture of you on Facebook from, from Rogue when you were working there and it was like train hard train often, and and have fun. You know? Yeah. Is that is that your main goal? Do people do you think people forget about the fun aspect of training? Do you yeah. want to bring that to
1: people? It's like, uh, firstly, I don't really want to be separated too much from the crowd because okay. like everyone's on a path in their training. And like, you, uh, whether you're training people or your own training, you're kind of. As I said, it takes time to develop an intuition with training along with, with, with your knowledge. And I think that's probably what would, if if, talk about separate, let's say separate me from a lot of personal trainers, is I just have that little bit more experience. I've been immersed in this for 20 years. Like, you know, Karen, I've consistently trained for 20 years and not only in one modality in 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 multiple sports. Yeah, at the
0: start, I mentioned the the list of stuff, you know.
1: And in a way, that has kept me injury free. I I have, I've always mixed it up and that's very important, you know what I mean? So it it just means I think I I have a good intuition for training. And uh, obviously that intuition comes from knowledge. And, uh, you know, people are on their path and and you're always learning. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think I'm pretty good at applying that. Like the thing about fun, you were saying, you know, train hard, train often, train smart, have fun. The fun aspect is really important, you know, because like now there's so many people running in Ireland, you know, and and some people ain't made made to run, you know. So it's a battle for them. A coach to five k, it's a damn battle to get off that coach and halfway through the run at a battle. And even after weeks and even after months, as they start picking up niggles, it's still a damn battle. And you're never gonna progress if it's that much of a battle. So it's got to be fun. And there's something in there's some sort of training in most people. Even people who are like, oh jeez, I hate the gym. Oh, I couldn't run. I hate. <laughs> it, it, we're human. I mean, yeah. we're 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 movement. We're meant to be moving. We're then. meant to be moving. We're meant to be put under stress and put under load. And, and you know, stress is, is a good thing in training. You know, obviously managing it is, is my job. You'll never get where you want to go in training unless you're having fun. I mean, you know, it doesn't need to be fun all the time. But you you got, you, you got to find something connect with something you love. That's why, I mean, I try to train people, you know, primary, primarily in the gym. If after two months, if I could hate coming to that gym, maybe they should go running. You know, you have to do what you love. After a couple of years of doing that, you build up fitness, you, you build up strength w- related to that, what you're doing. And a then... Cardio well, almost. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, if you're aware. Then after that, usually issues come up. Pe- people train one modality too much and then they need the experience of someone to... You know, if you train one way all the time, you're 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 going to pick up overuse injuries. I mean, most of us have some sort of... Uh, who train often have some sort of dominance in one muscle or the other, one side or the other, and that'll lead to injury down the line. So uh, that that's that's part of the walkway philosophy. You do you find something that you love doing that's physical, that's movement based. You do the shit out of it and have a lot of fun and just love it. You make massive gain and progress, and it, it kind of resonates in your whole life, and then you know, you then usually you you, you you cycle through stuff then and you might cycle through injury and, and stuff and that's where a good personal trainer can come in as well, I mean. It's almost like an injury management in a sense. Well, down the line anyway, you know what I mean? And, and like w- with the pro- predominance of people running, running is an extremely high injury sport. So like I get a lot of, I train a lot of runners, you know, and they are now seeing the benefits of strength programming. So a lot of them who genuinely do, genuinely love running and, are like oh jeez I, I thought I'd hate the gym you know but they come in and they actually love it now I train f- people at Fitness Works primarily on Tramore Road you know, and th- that's a great gym environment right, gym, yeah. oh it's a fucking excellent gym yeah. you know? the, the lads are real man I mean well call them jo- John and Robbie are, they're living it. and everyone who works there is is the one still there is he Owen is still there, and he's extremely handsome and very positive young man. I miss you. Owen. He'll, he'll probably yeah yeah, and he's very strong. He's strong. and so he likes strong. telling you like and he likes telling me that I'm weak, you know? <laughs> he's probably going to listen to us. he probably isn't actually <laughs> I'm, gonna make, I'm gonna make him listen just in yeah, a yeah <laughs> yeah, but th- no th- that's it, I guess. what was your question? I forget it was it was my philosophy, I guess of yeah. it. and that, uh, the fun is very important man does the
0: fun generate itself more easily in the group and uh, training sessions more so than the one
1: to one sessions man it's it's uh it just depends man i mean you like yours it's like getting a tattoo man you know what i mean your your personal training instructor your your trainer you spend a lot of time with them and you know you, you 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 gel with other people with some people i think that's important you know you got to gel with the person um it makes it easier you know but no, i mean it's fun in both. I mean, it's yeah. fun in both.
0: It's kind of. I think sometimes people take, you know, if if everyone is struggling together, you know, like it's kind of almost people can look around and go, "Fuck, this is insane," and almost yeah, laugh man. about it. Yeah. That's the fun, you know.
1: Yeah, like and you know, you do things in classes as a trainer. You try to make, make a class as a, you know, as a. You got to have a philosophy of it. Trying to make it safe, you balance. Pushing movements with pulling movements, not be dominant on one or the other. Balance squatting with hinging movements, you know, balance front and back, not work constantly in one plane, like sagittal plane, like flex and extension, forward motion, you try to balance it with, you know, um, different movements you know, and different planes of movement. Sometimes in a class, you know, ma- managing people's movement is difficult in a class. And I think it's if you have a fucking clue of what you're doing, class environments can be challenging. Because some people do a movement okay. and you're like, stop. Like, you can't, you can't uh, let a person move incorrectly all the time. It just accentuates that bad movement. If you, if you do an exercise correctly, the right muscle gets strong. The right muscle atrophies. If you see someone and they're doing a movement badly, they can't do it. Or so. incorrectly. Yeah, well. and, it, and it, that's the thing about classes. I thought I was quite good at that, but I could be wrong. Please get back to me. But I mean, I could keep the class flowing. reviews to five yeah, I, think I was total shit. But, but if you're know, in a class environment, I could keep the class going and keep, keep a good spirit up because it's important to look around and see people going for it. You know what I mean? And feeding off that. That's what it's all about. But I could also monitor people and, and stop them getting into really bad positions. Some you know? movements are kind of hard to teach, I would imagine.
0: You know, even from years of... Like I've trained a bit through the years, but like,
1: you've got the barrel curl. <laughs> I'm looking around the curler, the burls and fucking <laughs>
0: weights, weights, and
1: <laughs> you're curling. You're doing a foot curl as we speak. That,
0: that's, I'm working my ankle muscle.
1: <laughs> a big barley ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Hypertrophy of the ankle. Um, <laughs>
0: that'd be a great name for an album. The ankle. gastro. <laughs> Hypertrophy of the ankle. Um, yeah, the ankle. muscles. The I ankle lost itself. my train of thought. Yeah, training movement. You know, like mm. and you know, like the big one for me through the years was learning how to squat and deadlift correctly you Mm. know like how to get that hinge in your hips Mm. and Mm. where the weight should be and like the weight should be in the heels and yeah was it it must be tricky to get that point across to some people is it or is there is there specific techniques that you can kind of yeah man I think
1: like firstly everyone brings something to the table you know everyone brings like uh, some uh, restrictions or some as I said, dominance is like, if you look at most people's posture, <laughs> how anyone has, has, has a, an ideal posture, you know, so, and the posture relates to getting into position for these. So let's say the squat or the deadlift. I think initially with a total beginner, you just have to let them do the movement. Look, on a one in one situation, let them do it a couple of times and just, you know, I might say do a squat and they are like, what the fuck is a squat? Yeah. And it takes a while for them just to, to feel a movement out, that's the very initial period where you might actually let someone do something wrong. Right. You just accentuate the positive, you know, you're like, oh, Jesus, your knees are going forward, you scream yeah. when they do it. No, you let them do it. Okay. Uh, let them get a feel for it and and okay, they, they, they may not, genuinely may not be able to do certain things, so you need to let them do it and then make a judgment on what they need, you know, like... Obviously, some people are extremely tight in one muscle or the other, and it just may be impossible for them to get into a right position. In that case, you've got to work on on mobility and stuff like this. And this is obviously a big thing these days. Everyone's talking about mobility. So there's tests you can do for muscle shortness. So initially, if a person just after a while, they just can't get into position. No matter what happens, you, you tell them do this, maybe like for a squat, they're really, really sitting forward, knees forward first. Go the force of the toes, yeah, yeah. The yeah. first movement is your knees go forward. That that's not great. I mean, your first movement, you you, you want your hips to come back. You know, you want to load your hamstrings. So, their, their knees go forward. So, you go, okay, I'm going to put a box under this person. That's really it. clever, actually, that box. I
0: the looked, box. I yeah. would never have thought of it, but
1: yeah. Yeah, it's really clever. Well, it just it cues that load the hamstring, sit back into a chair thing, and then you take the box away eventually. But then you might learn that these people can't get into these movements. It's actually quite complex, man. I mean, on a basic level, all these movements are very natural, but with the way we sit so much, and by we, I mean, obviously not everyone, but. A lot of people sit a lot and they have shortnesses maybe in their, uh, you know, the anterior, the front of their body, they have, they have shortnesses. Because, I mean, you, if you constantly stay in a certain position, your muscle will adapt, will shorten. So a lot of people might be a little bit short in their hip flexors and stuff like that. They might f- find certain positions hard to get into. It's hamstring shortens and hamstrings. Weak glutes. Lots of things can be going on with squats. But it, it's just having, as, as I said to start, it's having an experience. And it's knowing what to do when people consistently look like they're you know, they're doing stuff wrong. Like if you're a one trick pony and someone's knees are like all over the place when they're squatting, you've got to be able to stop that person and and, and uh work on on what's wrong. You have to identify what's wrong and then you have to work on it and that takes that takes experience and that takes time, you know. Like I've seen classes where people are wobbly, people are not yeah, you know, and it's just let let go, let go. Class after, class after class after class after class after class, and people get get fit, aerobically fit, and they say, oh, that was Jesus, That was a great class, but it's not great, man, from a professional standpoint. If you're leaving people getting consistently getting into bad positions, that's that's a big challenge in classes, man. It ain't easy, you know.
0: It's funny though when you get that movement, you know, particularly the squat and the deadlift. Mm. How bloody natural it feels once you have it. You yeah, know? man. It's a very yeah. It's it's so. It took me ages to get it right. You know, you're looking at YouTube videos and this, that and the other. But yeah. it's good to have that instruction. But I suppose it's interesting that you say as well that it might not be achievable for some people. That yeah.
1: And I mean, for like.
0: Uh, and, it, and plus it does highlight your shortcomings. You know, if you can't do this mm-hmm. or, you know, sometimes I suppose the injury thing can be good. You can kind of go, oh, actually, I'm weak here. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, explain it to people. Why the hell do you have to squat? But, like, fundamentally, as a human being, you should be able to run a bit. You should be able to squat, squat down. You should probably be able to throw. You should be able to climb. You should be able to... These things, you should be able to cl- climb, like, onto this desk. Let's climb onto the desk here. But, you know, you should be able to. They're they're fundamental to the, the animal we are, you know what I mean? So, if you are lacking those, man, I mean you know it's it's not it's better if you can do those things you don't need to be a world class athlete no you know but but everyone should be able to do that and i think the problem now is uh the problem for a certain certain people is that they just find their lifestyle is negating all Ill- movement just basic movement um and, and that's not good you know what i mean uh, and then of course there, there's that other side of the population who fitness is exploding now and that is good do you know yeah. what i mean P- Squats, deadlifts even the, like most people <coughs> listening will know they're deadlifters i know do you know what i mean yeah i remember so.
0: cormac a good friend of mine and yours like i remember meeting cormac in college in the, <laughs> the 90s can Can't be with the days but like explaining about like deadlifting and powerlifting and difference between mm. powerlifting and weightlifting mm. and not many people would know about it, you mm. know. It was very niche. Yeah. But yeah. no, that there, there is an attitude shift, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. What's there driving is. that? Um, because it seems to be an attitude shift yeah. towards training and nutrition and health, yeah. maybe in general, is it?
1: I actually, genuinely, it's probably a good question because I mean, I, I guess, uh, maybe the problem the problems that stem from just a total sedentary lifestyle. I guess they are becoming highlighted, and after that, then people just become aware. Man, I, I'm I'm not feeling great. I, I I don't think I could do that. And people like to challenge themselves. And and as I said, it's the most. It's so important to move and to to train. You know, I mean, it doesn't need to be super structured. I mean, I think we probably live in a society that's way too goal driven. I mean, I need this. I need this. You need to pay this. Do this. Your training doesn't need to be like that. You know, you can you can kind of just do some stuff regularly, consistent, consistently, and your body will adapt. It's about it's about stimulus and response. Uh, y- mm. You know, it's it's, and I think that explosion people people like the physical. Mm. You know, they are just they just like the physical. Yeah, yeah And once they da- sta- yeah, once they start it, it's addictive mm. in a good way. You know, movement yeah. is 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 it. It makes everything better, man. And it's, even if you're doing training incorrectly, you'll still get massive gain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You probably will, you know what yeah. I mean? So you can find your own path, you know what I mean?
0: And again, it's, about, it's almost like a path of discovery, you know? Mm, yeah. The more you get into it, the more you're like. Well,
1: Cairne, there's an inner animal in everyone and you've got to find the inner animal. And that is a
0: fact. Your inner, your inner animal
1: is very obvious. It's a cheetah. <laughs> but like, if you, if you look at movement where a lot of your body is muscle, your muscle your skeleton muscle is divided into fiber types it's like tech for a while and there's Go probably there's probably more than three fiber types but at the moment it's there's type one to two a to two b so you have your fibers your muscle fibers that are primarily endurance and you have ones that are primarily strength more explosive kind of explosiveness, and you've the in between and people have a dominance of one or the other. Some people are balanced. Some people have a pretty even spread. Is this
0: the fast twitch and slow twitch? Fast
1: twitch and slow twitch muscles. And there is other subdivisions. I mean, this is a constant process of uh, of uh, you know, we're learning about the body. A lot of it is 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 pretty mysterious. Do you know what I mean? But this is, is where it stands at the moment. And for people to find what their inner, what they want to do, you know, it's like anything in life. It's like the job thing. You're pissing against the wind, man, if you're just doing something you don't have passion for. and There's a resistance, yeah. There's, there's a resistance. You're fighting a battle. And with training, people have an inner, there's something that they're good at. There's something that they're drawn to. Finding that then is 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 the thing. And this growth in fitness, I mean, running, I mean, a lot of us are, are, are endurance-based. We're type one dominant, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and running will just resonate with us. You know, that running, that long, that, it That runners high and stuff. No wonder people get addicted to him. It's great. It's really good. And Ronnie O'Sullivan wrote a book called Run. You know Ronnie O'Sullivan? I don't.
0: He's a, that snooker champion. Oh yeah, that did you. Yeah. He's a legend, but he, you know, Ronnie was a bit of an eccentric character mm. and battled a lot. But then he said he started running and he was like, it just changed his life, you know. Mm. Everything kind of came for him and yeah, I suppose he, it, it's funny that he took, almost took so long for him to realise that, you know, he needed to move a lot more, you know. Yeah. Snooker isn't exactly a, f- a fitness sport. You yeah, know? for sure. But the, the benefits of that on his mental health, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, It's like there's physical gain and there's mental health gains
1: from yeah. all of this as well. You know, and, and running as a baseline uh, from a physiological standpoint, running longer distances, establishing a base aerobic capacity where you're, you know where your heart develops, you know, you're letting your heart fill fully and contract, and you're developing heart strength. You're developing your 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 cardiovascular system that's the basis for everything even if uh, and people will listen to this and go "That's bullshit but even powerlifters or, or weightlifters especially a very explosive sport where someone who's very good at that sport is typically going to be high fast twitch muscle that's the sport that's going to resonate with them they're still a massive i mean it's, it's, uh, we have a huge amount of endurance fibers in our body postural muscles and stuff like that they're all endurance so they're all type one So even for fast, fast, powerful people, you know that base is 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 needed. That movement base, not killing yourself, but that longer, kind of moderate heart rate thing. Like that's personally my thing, and this is probably totally incorrect, but you know that's kind of um, people dropping dead now from fucking on pitches and stuff like this. This this kind of thing. Obviously, there could be hereditary aspects. There could be this, that, and the other. But from a base level. When we were kids, we just ran a lot. Yeah, You ran a lot. You moved a lot. There was a and, lot of physical activity. Yeah, just just moving. And you established this huge aerobic base, which everything else can be built on. You know what I mean? It's you take it for granted. But, you know, as you grow, you have certain um, windows of development. And if you miss that window, you're not going to get it back. It's like when you're a teenager, you're pumping out testosterone and you're in a smelly old boy, you know? Yeah. That's a great time to fucking strength train because you, you can make gain then that, that you will never make again. It's a window. That's why guys are juiced on testosterone now. They're trying to find that window again. TRT, yeah. Yeah, but like as, as kids, I think now, it, kids don't move that much, but then their sport is quite intense because we live in this. I want Johnny to be a monster player. So you're going with a kid without that huge base that's just developed through lots of movement, and you're throwing him into a situation where basically you're doing heavy interval training, where that middle heart rate zone just has not been developed, you know. And it takes time. That takes time to lay down, and once it's laid down, it's laid down, you know. Okay. I, th- I, I personally, that, I I think that may be, and I could be completely wrong, but a reason for people getting these problems, uh, at, oh sorry. Him <laughs> tapping the table, uh, t- 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 you know. It it, it, there's it makes sense. Though, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I have a kid on the way, you know, and yeah, you know, I just want that kid to be active. Yeah. God, don't but it's it funny how it everything is
0: separated. No, you know the way. Like mm. movement was intrinsic in our everyday mm. life. Like, yeah. Because I look at my dad, and I know he like he's not the best of health these days, but physically he still looks great for a man yeah. of eighty two years of age, and his life was dominated by yeah. movement. I know he's a bad back and stuff, and Due to bad posture, probably working mm-hmm. hard all the time, but now it's like you go to work. There's you your training time. You have this time. You have that yeah. time. And it's
1: oh man, and it's this is the this is where the rubber meets the road, Karen. I mean, this is a major problem. Uh, like it's 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 a it's a deep problem at the very start, and it's obviously something you're interested in. Like as I said, with a kid on the way, is that being able to run around the neighborhood thing that that I had, you know, just I mean just gone for the day, moving. As you said, that being taken away is is a big, big problem. I mean, we can be talking about how to squat till the fucking cows come home. But basically, for people who are growing up now in cities and stuff, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. And then you add intensity. You lock people, little kids into positions. And they, you're, you're seeing problems associated with posture now a lot earlier with kids. You know what I mean? So it's an amount of time sitting down hunched shortening certain muscles you know what i mean and n- not standing and extending and walking so much or running so much that's hard to get back later in life it's funny when you see like sc- like you know you're like sp- schools have been running you know? Mm. you know yeah oh it's not too bad i me if you live in the countryside i see my sisters the kids can can just run around the house <laughs> just run laps the house yeah and that's fine but i see living in the city if you're a Certain type of houses, certain type of area, just don't have space. You know, Mm. kids can't let out, and that that's that's tricky, man. I think that's especially
0: in our fear-dominated culture.
1: uh, And you got it, man. I mean, that is that is bad. Fear is bad, man. No fear Fear is bad. Crush the fear, man. You got a fucking apocalypto Yeah, take it the Conor McGregor approach. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, confidence. Let's take a
0: little break. I need a cup of tea. (laughs) Tea. It usually comes up when I do these, um, I always end up talking about education, you know, like, not education, but like, approaching schools, and like, mm. like even with Chris, the last episode, I was like, would he ever think about going to schools mm. and talking about comic book art and whatever, but, um, so, which leads me on to PE education, mm. is it, do you reckon it's changed, because I remember, I think back to our secondary school, which mm. was fucking, such <laughs> a calamity and fucking crazy, oh, yeah. and the P was just ridiculous. Yeah. Basically, do you, do you think it's changed or is it just still kind of a, a token class that people Cairn,
1: just? To be honest, I have no idea. I know. I genuinely have no idea. I uh, would you hope that it has changed,
0: or, do, or, 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 is, or or is it that token? You
1: know, I just think that structured training is 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 a uh, is not a good idea. For, for kids. Like the the Russian. Do you remember oh. we
0: sorry, do you remember we had P E in like the first class? on a Wednesday morning. Oh, you'd be sweaty for the day. And there was
1: no no took showers. So I'm just... still high on links. I'm still high on <laughs> links. links fumes.
0: I touched the rain down in <laughs> Africa.
1: <laughs> Savannah, Lynx Java. Lynx yeah. fucking Newcastle. Disgusting West. smelly boys. <laughs> Testosterone <laughs> course into <laughs> our system.
0: That's disgusting. Um but yeah. yeah We
1: missed the window again as well see you were lifting sheep and fucking cattle around the <laughs> Throwing place. Throwing cattle through fucking I was edges. building Lego um it actually to no, build a well growing up on a farm yeah 100 percent. i mean huge. F- farmer strength and the thing is the stuff that farm that farming strength develops like grip strength and stuff like this is very fundamental i mean like i i uh i see problems with myself i mean if your grip strength is is weak you'll have you'll have problems resonating up through your elbow into your shoulders you can you know you can develop problems if you get very into big into lifting weights if your grip strength is lagging behind obviously grip strength can develop the deadlift and stuff you can develop grip strength a little bit later on but you again there's that window when you're on the farm you're running the boat smelly little farmer boy and you're developing strength man for life
0: you know i'm smelly but i'm strong
1: you're a fucking burl <laughs> burl fest
0: there was a little farmer's fucking strength check, <laughs> a trick or something I remember growing up, you know. Oh, the the, the shovel, the shovel yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But we used to do that in archaeology, man. Oh, yeah. But you you were saying about the kids. The thing about kids is, man, which has to be understood is, up to puberty, you're talking about GPP. Now, even having to label these things is sick, but this is this is what we're talking about. Kids need general physical preparation, running around, jumping, climbing walls, climbing walls, man, jumping up. It's grabbing the top of the wall and climbing on top of it. You have extension. You have uh, core. You have uh, explosiveness. And then you're running between the damn walls. Hide and seek. These are the things, man.
0: It's funny that no, that's no GPP here. Yeah,
1: well, for, I mean, I'm I'm using that and I almost want to fucking puke when I'm using it myself, but this is it. You know what I mean? Running around in the forest. I mean, in the Scouts, we used to be unleashed upon Kerchase Forest. Running around the place, jumping around. That's that's the thing, it builds sensory, that sensory thing where you can actually move, you, your your body and mind are linked. So your question about, you know, I have no idea what's going on in secondary schools. I, I honestly don't, so I couldn't really make any, and I'm sure there's good PE teachers and bad. But again, it's it's outside, it's base level, the base level takes time. Like, it's like building a base for triathlon and endurance base. It takes time. Building a movement base, building that GPP base takes more than 30 minutes twice a week. When you're a kid, man, those neural pathways are just developing. Everything is developing and you just need time in those, in those spaces, in those zones. So uh, uh, however good PE is or isn't, uh, you know, kids still need to do a lot of outside that it's it's too structured it's bad for people to be that structured anyway like you see it uh, with kids in the states is seen as a place that's pretty driven and you know my little johnny's going to be the baseball player is 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 a problem for some people there and then you're getting massive problems with overuse injuries in kids kids are pretty pretty blank canvas i mean you know, so an overuse injury in a kid isn't a good thing. You'd
0: wonder what that happened here, you know. The, the oh, yeah. Rugby, you know, the way rugby is yeah, really. Yeah, th- for sure. And you see, oh, geez, I saw a bunch of young lads inside in town there last week. They'd obviously come from rugby training. Man, they looked fucking enormous. It? Yeah.
1: It, the thing about that is, you know, people c- come in. uh, you know, they, you know, they ask me and they're like, my kid is once is whey protein. My kid, Jesus Christ, people are afraid of weight. I, th- I think it's a bit of a. It's a little bit maybe of an Irish thing that, that's kind of going away now, but mammies are <laughs> terrified of too much of weights. So, but there is a time. Again, there's that window and a lot of these kids are getting big because they're lifting weights at, at, at a time, which is probably pretty, pretty, uh, it's, it's okay, you know. Now,
0: I was always like, I remember growing up, and it was people used to say like, you shouldn't lift too much weights before you're 21 because your body isn't, hasn't like, yeah, grow to its full potential. You yeah, know what
1: I mean? is, uh, that, uh, is that bullshit? No, like I mean, you have to take each each on an individual basis. But in the end of the day, your men have a good propensity to get very strong, and it doesn't matter. It's not about rugby. It's not about that. It's about just getting strong, man. It's good to be strong. Uh, okay, you know, you, over, overdoing it and all is bad. But a little bit of weights at the right time just develop strength and. Just the right type of weights, obviously, is important. The right type lifting in the right way, with the right weights, with the right percentages. Just, just lifting a little bit really develops athleticism at, at that age, and that's no bad thing. You know what I mean? I mean, what's a bad thing is that you know if if you know no one should be expected that every kid's going to be a top rugby player, but it's good even if the kid never does well, again and goes and fucking works in in TSB. It's good to be strong. Yeah, yeah, it's good That's to be a good strong. Philosophy. It's good to be strong.
0: Uh, before we might move away, I just want to see what you hope for Warcry going going forward. To use one of those terms
1: for War Cry, uh
0: where did the name come from, actually? And then we can...
1: the War Warcry came from when I was living in Portland. Me and you have a great love of uh, music here, no? dirty rock and roll. Yeah, oh, it's dirty, the, it's the tragedy, dirty punk. Punk. it's it. tragedy, man. The tragedy when I was living in Portland, I used to go to gigs in. Uh, in a dirty, dirty punk venue called Sotericon. And the the lead singer, his his kind of side brand, Walker. Or playing, I just loved it. I mean Walker, I mean it's just a, it doesn't mean anything particular, but man, sometimes you got you gotta bring a walker to training and you gotta bring a Warcry to life in general because there's an awful lot of bullshit around. Mm. You just gotta fucking Just do it. Deflect it with a walker, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's plus I just love it. I mean Laura my wife who was blue sky yoga was, was said no one's going to sign up on this called walkway but I wasn't expecting many people to sign up anyway I just did it because I wanted to and I loved it but uh, we will probably change the name to, to maybe blue sky strength and conditioning uh, physical therapy and yoga down the line so down the line the plan is to do strength and conditioning and physical therapy I'm I'm studying physical therapy now in, in uh, NTC with UCC Mardike so that's that's it I think those two work hand-in-hand hand, strength and conditioning and, and the physical therapy side. It's a really good mix. And that's really what I want to do. I want to I want to eventually have a, my own sp- small practice with a strength and con- conditioning uh, studio that can also be a yoga studio and uh, a small treatment room. Mm. Uh, and that is that is really the plan. It's not
0: completely, un- you know, it's not a, an unachievable goal, you know what I mean? 100%, man. It's Eyes free. on
1: the prize. I mean, the, it's already set up. It'll take time and there'll be probably moves that i don't anticipate uh like as i said like i worked at rogue fitness last year and it was a great move you know it was brilliant to go to rogue and to start the gym i mean i started a gym there you know uh managed the online system ended up doing way too much work like personal training classes and, and getting marginally burnt out that's all part of starting something like that so it was a great learning experience and it was a perfect time to leave rogue all these are steps in the progression of walkery uh it's it's the next step it's the next thing and they've all been extremely enjoyable even when uh when you know you have to put in those exceptionally long hours that you have to do with this job it's all fun man because it's what i, I want to do you know it's all it's all uh it's steps on it's the just, path but that's what just, i want to do eventually it's just you no, it's, yeah you know? and i mean there's there's stuff i can't even see you now. like I, I love the mountains I I like guiding people in the mountains, like just bringing it into the mountains. It's good to be, to do that. I love snowboarding and, and and mountain biking. They're my two kind of winter summer sports and they could play a part in it. I just want to, the stuff that I love, I want to make a life out of it, a living out of it. Yeah. How, that, there's, there are different ways that that can develop, but it's all going towards that. Certain conditioning, physical therapy, you're kind of a balance, a bit of everything. That's part of the work, right? philosophy, just... Just, this is life, man. You only have one fucking life, man. You want it, I want it to be a physical life and I want it to be a fun life and getting out there and yeah. and uh, it doing fun It doesn't need to be stuff. disjointed, you know? It doesn't need to be Yeah, separate. it's all one, man. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. It, it, uh, that's what you'd hope. That's the ideal. Sometimes work is always going to be a balls. Mm. Uh, that's the nature of it, you know, sometimes. But in general, you want the con- continuity that everything is, is, you're doing something that resonates with you and that is Walker. that's the hope down the line where it'll go that's the plan and it could go into other things, you know, like weekend retreats, week retreats, holidays, stuff like that. I mean, with all the mountain bike trips and stuff I've went on, I've, we have a good idea and of course, Laura, who's my wife uh, uh, from Blue Sky Yoga and, and uh, uh, episode sp- five on the black Episode blackout. five, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she has did a lot of yoga retreats and you know, we think somewhere down the line there could be something to do with both.
0: You have a huge affinity with the mountains as well, you were saying. Oh, fuck
1: you. yeah. Would I you? mean, from a kid, dude, mm-hmm. I like I, I am steeped in it like i mean since the scouts uh just and reading about mountain mountaineers and mountain literature and up through starting to hill walk and then starting to to do a little bit more mountaineering and then i went to college at ucc and uh we had a brilliant mountaineering club man i mean and that's where i started a rock climb went to the alps every year uh did alpine climbing at a very moderate standard you know uh but I I loved it. I loved it. I love being in the mountains. Actually, rock climbing I kind of didn't like it as much as scrambling. I didn't like the shit your pantsness of rock climbing when you were we were actually trying to push the, the our own limits a bit. No, nope. very very moderate limits for me. But uh, that so really when I found mountain biking and snowboarding, they're just ways to get me into the mountains to be active, and I thought, I love them. I mean, I genuinely love them. It you know, would so. be
0: great to have um you know, to see potential as in a career in that, you know, it's yeah, just great. And it's funny that, you know, like, it, it, it just makes sense when it makes sense, you know. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like a little bit of adrenaline is always good and it's all part of it, you know. So that is the plan for, for where right? It'll evolve into that. I've really enjoyed studying physical therapy and it's given me another uh, level, you know, and it's, you know, that, that at a basic level, that anatomy, uh, physiology knowledge is really applicable to to personal training as well, and to training and to my own training as well, you know what I mean? So.
0: The history of things you've done, John, like you've done an an awful lot of, an awful lot of stuff through the years, you know? I remember you going running marathons in fucking Berlin and Dublin, and then you are doing a huge amount of triathlon competitions, and was it, was there always, is there always a, a thing inside you that wants to, maybe not so much compete, but drive yourself into a new kind of discipline? and test yourself or yes, yeah. or does it, is it even is there even that much thought behind it is it just something you kind of go oh yeah I'll try this or
1: yeah it's it's just doing stuff that resonates with me it's not about really competing with anyone else like generally some people are real competitive oh yeah I'm I guess pretty competitive when I start but it really is just about doing stuff that resonates with me. That's why I'm I'm quite happy. Some people need loads of training partners and stuff. I I I train well alone. I train train well at groups. It doesn't really matter. I just like doing it. Man, it's it's as natural as fucking breeding. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just all the different things like f- from the endurance stuff, the triathlons, the running, all the way over to the strength training, and in the middle the judo. And just a tiny bit of jiu-jitsu, you know, I only really dabbled in jiu-jitsu, but judo I did for a couple of years and, and competed like on a, on a national best and got a med- medal for it and stuff. There were all the stuff I wanted to do. It's actually been great because it's kept me, touch wood, you know, pretty injury-free. Because it, as I said that, yeah, I, I guess I've broken collarbones and tore meniscus and I am bits and pieces, like concussions and stuff like that from the... From the you broke me. your hand. In the, in the I gong. broke my hand at in a, a gig. fucking
0: gig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you just came back from the States, was it?
1: I just came back from the States and rocked into me and Karen. used to play in a, a band called The Ghost of Medina. And it was...
0: <laughs> you had that perfect murder hoodie.
1: <laughs> I had a hoodie that was about 50 times too so small to me. I tried, it was trendy, like skinny jeans, skinny hoodie. <laughs> Trying to get the hoodie on that night. Was it? Over the broken hand. I didn't know the hand was broken until about three weeks later and in, in the intervening time I came 10th in the King of the Mountains race up Carrentoul and on the way you know, when you get the start of it you run up care it's a thousand metres up and then you're on a ridge and you have to put your hands on the rocks and every time I was putting my hand on my rocks I was like Jesus I think my hand was broken but uh, <laughs> I really it rem- was
0: I remember um, the smelly cast the impact of the lack of training had on you because we were living together at the time oh stop I remember you, because you, you were so limited. You find what, what you could do. It was driving you mad, man. It was mm-hmm. like it, it became so apparent to me that with training and you, you're like it was so inherent in your nature. It yeah, like you were that. losing your mind. Yeah, but and complaining that. about the orange smell from your cast.
1: Yeah, for the casts. So. But the thing is, is uh, that's all learning, man. Like there's almost always something you can do, and you get to the stage you now where like whatever thirty eight and. I go into the gym, and sometimes I I, sh- I don't need to. I mean, you know, I could tip away and maintain, uh, but it's just for the for the head, really. Like it's just for the habit. Uh, but it does kind of come to a stage where you're kind of managing niggles, you know, all all the time. So you're just ma- managing those little things. But back then, man, I was kind of shut down with that, and it was there. That was another one going. Jesus, man. But you you see people, you know, people who might have a terrible accident they their wheelchair bound or something mm. they come back from it and they do something that's physical again you go, oh man s- it's, it's, so it's unreal yeah know. man like the uh, in this it's like Ian Hutchinson in the TT you know oh stop smashed yeah.
0: his leg in, the hmm. in what, what was it Brent's hatch or something
1: uh, yeah a cat, uh, uh, motorbike rolled over yeah. and whole over his legs they were going something. to cut his leg off yeah
0: and he insisted that
1: no keep it yeah. and
0: he changed the the gearing to the other side of the bike and then won 5 TT's
1: this year yeah fuck me man. yeah and like you know, he's obviously a high profile guy that's backed and stuff but the people on the, on the ground who have have to deal with, with, with something devastating taking the physical away from them mm. or apparently and coming back it's it's that that's always cool you know what I mean in the world that we're living in in Ireland where mental health is just such a big thing mm. uh, yeah. you know the movement is so key and I suppose for me that's why I've, I've trained if I, if I didn't I'd be a different person mm. you know what I mean
0: yeah man it definitely helps with the mental the you yeah, know mental health
1: 100 percent.
0: happy body happy head I suppose. exactly yeah. man
1: yeah exactly
0: what's your strength training like
1: these days johnny uh at the moment man i i am in a in a kind of uh um i just rejuvenate the body a little bit because i started to feel a little bit broken down there for a while and uh at the start of the year, I did a four-month strength cycle. So I, I really tried to get strong because I like, in general terms, my legs are quite weak. And I just wanted to work on these things. And I, I planned, I progressed I took
0: you for a robin there. When
1: you, oh, well, you tried <laughs> to feed me leg. bread, little bit, bits of bread. <laughs> I took him. Come Fantastic. On, come on. I'm all inflamed after the bread now. What with this inf- inflammation <laughs> epidemic that's sweeping the country? But... um. What? Is there an inflammation? In there? Oh, fucking sure. Inflammation. But, um, <laughs> the uh the strength training, so I did four months of good strength training at the start of the year and I was chasing numbers, like trying to hit numbers every week. That's when the rubber meets the road, man, where you're already re- fairly fit, you have a moderate level of strength and then you're trying to push on and break walls. Man, th- that training was hard, you know, and I probably got overuse injuries. Like, I got a little bicep tendonitis and stuff like that. Uh, because I was just, I I was training my weaknesses, but I was also like probably pushing stuff that I'm good at, and um, and just got a couple of overuse injuries. Then the middle of the year was intense with rogue, rogue fitness, and uh, you know people don't realize that everything they do do outside training impacts on training and vice versa. Training is a stress on your system. It's it's a it's a, f- a fight or flight thing. It's uh, like a, a sympathetic nervous system. thing and you got to balance that if you're stressed all the time with something else even if it's not bad stress it's good stress or good good work stress it's all stress so as they are progressed I probably started to feel a little a bit more niggly and I kind of felt tight like you know strength training can tighten you up a little bit you see Conor McGregor there with Ido Portal Conor McGregor's training is not primarily with Ido Portal I mean he has developed who he is through hard training but you saw the benefit of just loosening and and stuff. And at the moment, I'm just working on jumping, a lot of plyometric bounding, just touching my my strength numbers, trying to keep that up, but not doing so so much. Just and I'm going out running as well a little bit, and just trying to redevelop my aerobic base because it's kind of it's kind of gone a little bit. So uh, just mixing it up. It's very important to mix it up. Like exercise physiology, you need consistency. You need to. Provide a stimulus consistently and let your body adapt. But then you need to provide variability. You know what I mean? Because your body adapts and then it can regress. And as well, I mean, I'm not competing, though. I'm trying to develop just so to just have a generally fit fit thing. So I don't want anything to slip too far. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be able to lift squat and deadlift really heavy, but then not be able to run 10Ks at a mm-hmm. pretty okay clip, you know, mm-hmm. for me. Uh, you know, I want to keep everything within within some sort of uh zone yeah you know it's important it's 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 important to do that for for me to be generally fit general good level of fit. i think
0: yeah your body kind of tells you anyway you know sometimes you might just get more of a kick out of lifting mm. weights you know i remember doing the five by five you know mm. the the is it jim kendler is that his name jim wonder is it jim Windler? did he have the
1: five no no, that, no, no. It, Th- five three, three one but yeah. five by five basic strength protocol like you know what i mean yeah,
0: yeah. sometimes and you just you know when you just come out of the fucking gym kind of happy you're like yeah that yeah makes man. sense you know yeah. yeah but then there's times where you go i don't do any in it at the moment and you're like it just feels right to not do
1: it yeah know? because like when i was programming for my strength i i knew that i had to push through feeling miserable in the gym it's just part of it like I, I had to, I was I was going into the gym and I love going to the gym, but when you're chasing numbers, sometimes it can be be a different type of thing, you know? I'm trying to hit last week's numbers plus this and you know, you de-load every couple of weeks, but there for the last while I knew the gym, I needed to change, I needed to freshen stuff and it's just been very easy. I, I just dropped my volume of certain exercises and bought in a little bit more snap, like a little bit more pop. As I said, some jumps back to press ups, just high, 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 high rep press ups and stuff that I've always been okay at, and just laid off the heavy stuff because you just need a break. Yeah, your body no, just yeah knows. Yeah, and I mean, th- for professional athletes, that's like you know, being in an armchair looking at monster and stuff, and yeah, it's so hard to develop strength when you're already pretty strong. It takes so much effort and 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 pushing
0: those through th- last
1: games yeah or but pushing through those walls for your average person like me who wants general f- pretty high level of fitness you know you got to know the back back and uh and switch it up do you know what i mean so that's what i'm doing now i'm kind of a refresher i'm looking forward to going running up some mountains at christmas with a big christmas hat on and some fucking plum pudding in, pudding back. in your sack back,
0: <laughs> your back pocket <laughs> how is your overhead squat actually
1: Overhead squat, is man, is, yeah it's, it's actually funny because uh i didn't know squat for a long time uh well for a long time being maybe 6 weeks 8 weeks and i uh just felt real tight last time I was squatting i couldn't get that rotation like your shoulder joint is a very very shallow joint the glenohumeral joint you know and it's i uh, it's uh, it has it should have a big range of motion it's shallow it has a big range of motion it's also susceptible to injury because it is so shallow but i i just found my range of motion was actually a overhead squat where you basically hold a barbell over your head and squat with it, it takes a lot of uh do you know, it takes a lot of rotation your shoulder. Technique. It takes a lot of flexibility in your shoulder. And I felt I was a little bit internally rotated. I wasn't in a good position last time I did it. So I just need to, you know, I just need to work on loosening up my shoulders a little bit. And loosening out, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, stabilizing and loosening, do you know what I mean? It's really important,
0: point. man. The mobility thing, I know it's, uh, it's, it's a big talking point, I suppose, at the yeah. moment. But it, it makes perfect sense, you know. Oh, dude, it makes
1: perfect sense. I mean, like, I've... Oh, i was telling you yesterday I've, i'm starting now doing the preseason for castlehaven senior ga uh, football team this year this are starting next year which is is a big deal for me i, mean, I want to t- take take this seriously because those boys take it seriously you know and uh the mobility thing uh crossfit return in, in south douglas road or I, i'm doing it in conjunction with them I, i'll take the lead on their programming and i'll use crossfit return uh, their gym and uh, Lucy and Chris have been really cool w- with with sorting this out and and they'll give me a lot of help as well, you know. But the mobility thing when you look at GA players and uh, when you look at the injury types in GAA, uh, you know there's a lot of hamstring tears. Now in a, in any running sport there will be a lot of tears, or there will be tears, not a lot, but there will be. But no, you know that that mobility factor and how like a short muscle is is a weak muscle. And it's it's just one of my plans for them. Like mobility, you have to be very specific with mobility. You can do a talk in mobility work and think you're doing something, but you go, What am I actually doing? Like you know what I mean? So for those GA players, I their 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 legs, obviously this being a problem in GAA, I want to make sure that they're strengthening themselves adequately for, for the for, for, for their game, for what they do. But I also want to Make sure the m- mobility is good, and I'll do that by muscle testing them. I'll I'll do uh, uh, a an active straight leg raise, like a hamstring test, just right. to see if it's lengthened or or if it, if it can, if it has adequate range of motion. And if it doesn't, I'll give them a specific mobility program. Okay. Simple, but all the time. Yeah. Like with mobility, you have to be specific on what muscle you want to mobilize or get mobile. Does it? We're talking about short, shortened muscles. Uh, by, by mobility, you're then try, trying to bring those muscles into a, a, a more usable range or a safer range. You know, So I, uh, I'll test our quads uh, with, with a thing called the Thomas Test for hip flexor and quad length. If they have good quad length, I'm not going to do mobility work on something that's already mobile. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? the point You know. could be following the shit out of your hamstrings. But if you have adequate range of motion in that hamstring, that's cool. Then you want to develop strength. You, you know, You don't want to develop length without strength. You want to develop strong and a good range of motion. So, uh, it it's very interesting for me, man, because you're coming. With these these players will probably be quite tight. you know what I mean? And just working on picking certain things and working them, rather than everything becoming a mush of their just rolling stuff for foam rolling. I mean, yeah. But by rolling, I mean rolling. foam rolling. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, why am I doing this? You know, I, I just want everything to have an answer. You know what yeah. I mean? Why am I rolling this part of my body? you know what I mean? It seems
0: full of challenges. You know, as a as a as a type of work. You know, from everyone from like yeah. novice trainers mm. to like high level yeah. GA athletes, every part of it is kind of challenging. Well, it should to be get tra- it right. Well, it what should be you, from your point of view. You know, to kind of hundred specifically provide a program to the individual or the group in front of you that will benefit them, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, in, at the end of the day, there is no secret sauce. Like, you're going to be lunging, you're going to be squatting, you're going to be pushing, you're going to be pulling in the gym. Where the challenge comes is looking at people who who might need certain things and identifying those needs and, and that's where the challenge, you could be a shit personal trainer just give the same program to everyone mm-hmm. and mark yourself as elite personal training. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, where's the point in that, man? I mean, where's the challenge in that? You know, you know, there's there is there's a risk in training you have to accept that there's a risk of being alive but I mean if it's a profession you've got you, you, you're you entrusted with someone you should take it as a challenge you, sh- you should take it try to give that person a little of what they want and give them a, a lot of what they need you know what I mean and it can be a challenge identifying that and sometimes you fail like you know like I mean sometimes you fail you have to go back to the drawing board of people you know, tr- you know. risk and reward yeah man so it's or y- you have to accept that but it should be a challenge it's cool man i like the challenge
0: it must be cool to see people kind of grow into it in front of you 100 percent, man you? Yeah. oh man like even some of the the uh, the the watching mccalls the the boyos i suppose from previous clients of yours you know I mean, they all seem so positive and you yeah. know the reviews you that's know? what
1: 100 years in the pocket does <laughs> to them. but you know it's like
0: <laughs> i'm only to get 50 for this interview 50 for Jesus. <laughs>
1: but um no the, the thing about it is it's with my clients Personal training, unless you're absolutely loaded, and even if so, you know you'll always cycle through personal trainers. And the time comes when you're done with your trainer. That's why I really like the way I work at Fitness Works. Now, where Fitness Works cut cut my uh, my clients, do you know they can get a good rate at Fitness Works, and I mean I can program people over longer periods of time. And then that time comes when they're they're done, and I always stay at the start when i train people. If you know, the time will come where you won't want to train with me anymore you can't and that's Mm. cool you know uh that's part of it you know so i try to do the best job i can give them some more tools in their tool belt uh to to work themselves with because i don't know how a person feels i at a basic level i can't tell how my client feels inside what this movement feels like but i'm just giving them tools i'm I'm reacting to things I see. I'm giving them advice. I'm trying to do the best I can for them. But they take that away, and it becomes part of their journey. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. that's what you're looking at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For teams, it's different. I mean, when you are very results driven, like for this for Castlehaven GA, it'll be different. We have a result. You know, the result is for Castlehaven GA to win matches. Yeah, yeah. That is the thing.
0: Yeah, there's a direct. Purpose. There's a
1: direct. But I mean, for most people, you just want good quality of life. That's why I train. I want to be a go and snowboarding when I'm sixty with my, with my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean, and my wife and fucking rocking downhill trails and 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 trying to trying to, to keep on being fit and, and loving it. You know, so well, yeah. Yeah, my clients are like, it's I'm just a part of their journey. If I can give them something, and uh, fucking the
0: clue's in the name though, personal training.
1: Personal know? training, that is a big clue. <laughs> I mean, big clue. Karen Sharp as nails. But <laughs> yeah, PT. I'm there though. for dancing. Yeah, PT, PT, like you know, it's 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 uh, it's being a teacher, like. You know what I mean? Which I was also and I was very bad at. Yeah. God oh, Jesus Christ. There's, always, control there's, the a
0: of, there's a lot of strings in your bow. What else is I'm going on? I'm a
1: sitar. <laughs> I'm a human sitar. <laughs> what's going on here? What else is going on? What else is going on? Oh, that's it really man. I mean that that's what's rocking at the moment with, with me with Warcry. Mm. You know, so.
0: so there's Warcry. You're going to be a dad soon. Yeah. Mm.
1: There's horse, of course. There's your band horse, which oh. I was in. You. And oh which yeah, which have we've taken forgotten. a significant step up <laughs> since I left. No offense <laughs> <laughs> taken. Yeah,
0: Jesus. Yeah, we've yeah, played a few it, gigs together. All, all that the years. music
1: and all is part of our philosophy, and the training, the music—it's all one man.
0: Again, it's not separating. It's yeah, just like, yeah, it's just fucking life. Isn't you it? were
1: going to ask me there. Uh, you were saying about nutrition. Nutrition is another one of these things. Nutrition. Yeah, nutrition is another one of these things. It's all—it's all one. And uh, you were going to ask me, I think, what I thought of it, basically. You uh, were. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you told me there, making my coffee. I'm
0: holding up cue cards.
1: Yeah, I think nutrition is a problem for people. It shouldn't be. You know what I mean? Most people, it's it's food. Like, I mean, weight loss is really what people talk about. Sometimes when they talk about nutrition, most people want a better, bo- a better body composition. A, a, a lot of people do, obviously. You end up speaking in generalities, and you you know you can't help but speaking in generalities. But obviously, I'm talking about a lot of people do want to lose weight, so nutrition is this thing, uh, you know. But in the end of the day, to lose weight, you just need you need a calorie deficit over a prolonged period of time, uh, and a small calorie deficit is is, a, is is better than a massive one. You know, you you want that consistent small calorie deficit. There's obviously other ways as well to, to lose weight. Uh, eating a little bit more. You know, there is there is lots of ways of skin a cat. But by nutrition, I mean food. Like, do you know what I mean? It's food. Uh, what should I eat for dinner? Jesus. I mean, meat and two veg has been a staple here for years. Bread, which is an awful wrap. There's good and there's bad bread. Uh, you know, it's, it's... Carbs, carbohydrates. Carbohydrates. They're so... It's so con- fat, con- fat. It's, it's so confusing. And if you strip it down to its basic... We live in Ireland. We have good good meat sources, uh, at least beef, at least fish sources. You know, you got to watch your, your pigs and your chickens because part of walker training is a philosophy. Where, you know, It's about, you know, trying to get stuff. These are living beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, part of it was trying to buy from good local food sources. It's hard with, with, with chicken and stuff. The battery race, you've got to avoid that shit if you can, you know. But we have good beef, we have good fish, you know what I mean? Uh, all the the vegetables that are grown around l- locally—that's probably what you should be eating. Man. It's not that that difficult, you know. And everyone knows now there's good and there's bad fats. You know what I mean? They're, they're like, it's it's just getting it getting balance. I could talk a lot about it, but I won't because that is a fucking minefield for people nutrition. Mm-hmm. But uh, it doesn't need to be. You know what I mean? And. The thing about it is, you know, I like beer and stuff. I like craft beers and stuff like that. And people see a fucking me drinking a beer, you know. I might post something up on my Facebook. And they're like, you're drinking a beer? I'm like, what w- matters is the 90%. The, the 10% doesn't. It's like training. You know, people say, what should I do exactly, down to the minute? It, what matters is the 90%. What matters is just consistently doing something. The de- The detail is very important, but it's not as important as consistently doing something over a long time. And it's the same with nutrition, man. It's like that 90% has got to be basic good stuff. Your meat, your veg, you know, stuff that that now people seem to be, well porridge, is porridge good or bad? I think intuitively people know porridge is, is probably good. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. You know, people have themselves convinced of things. Or, it's or hard you know. to
0: blame people. There seems to be so much information out there. Though, you know? 100%. There's so much conflicting information and you can... I even for myself, even that you just sometimes you wouldn't know
1: what you're being told or what. would simplify, simplify. Yeah, simplify, 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 and 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 think of the ninety percent, like we choice. You know, like you had Decky or Chef and Cyclefly. One of his one of his lyrics were slaves to choice. Too much choice, man. I mean, shit's been flown around the world to give you a choice of fucking this tomato or that tomato. I mean, you know what I mean. Do we need that much choice? You know, you simplify your your, your your nutrition. But for your your person on the ground, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of choice. But too much, and just reckon your brain. Should I have this quinoa? Should I be eating quinoa with fucking tofu on the top of it? Does that should I do be, be doing that? No, I mean, I mean.
0: And again, everyone's different, so everyone's got yeah, to respond to the
1: Yeah, everyone's different, but it, nutrition it kind of annoys me sometimes because it has been seriously like hijacked yeah. by over information, you know, and um, I suppose business,
0: you know, like marketing and all that, people see an opportunity to make money.
1: Yeah, and, and like the old thing, common sense isn't so common no more, is also a, a thing, you know, if, if you go back to your base level, if you ask someone, is is a, is a carrot bad to eat? <laughs> the answer is no, carrots are good. Yeah, you know, like Is is some, some meat good to eat? Most people will say, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not that hard, you know what I mean? uh you know we have lots of nutritionists making out that it's extremely difficult to know what to eat and it's not you know the difficulty is the the, the discipline and i think a lot of it, a lot of the time with the difficulty is w- with the life we leave being really busy just having that time to 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 prepare and shop for the correct food and that's hard man that's that's a challenge There's it's such a know? huge convenience industry yeah here, you know that the convenience, and that's killer man mm. i mean you're getting stuff that's heavily packaged, it's processed, and it's so easy to eat that. I, I know myself, like when I was working in Rogue, one of the reasons that I left is you just felt that time was, was just, it was easy to be convenient. You've got to, you've got to shy away from that, man. You've got to, like, prioritise. Your eating is very important. It's not rocket science, but it's important that you eat good food all the time. And it's important that you train moderately hard. All the time. Uh, then, man, you can have a couple of beers and you can horse into a Mars bar on Christmas Day and not worry too much about it. You know, that 10% don't matter. The 90% is where you got to be disciplined and form habits and make a war make you know, make a war about it man you got to you got to plan the line sometimes i suppose structure and
0: planning is important you
1: know unfortunately it is cuz yeah. you have hours you've an hour here and an hour there to fucking live mm. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> uh it's as simple as that you know what i mean it it militates against these things you know It militates against taking your time and, and cooking nice food and 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 taking your time shopping in the market and talking to people and and picking up stuff and checking it out and stuff stuff we should all be doing but time militates against that that's that's the 10 to trend properly and need properly is 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 a challenge it's a bigger bigger question do you know what i mean bigger philosophical issue it's a war cry
0: man i don't think you should change the name at all i think it just it kind of resonates well with the philosophy of, mm-hmm. of everything you know
1: blue sky is cool as well though it, it is sky. Yeah. yeah like D- dave uh dave the fox Hern who's designed my war cry logo designed a blue sky yoga logo and, I think Blue Sky looks cool as well. That'll be something that'll come of it. We'll will gel them together. Blue Sky War cry. Elephant <laughs> Blue Cry. <laughs>
0: what? I don't know War Sky Training War
1: Sky Training <laughs> War. There's war in the scares. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. But it, uh, we'll will we'll work out something that uh, that'll be cool. But I know. So what's the story? Now? Muzak. Music, music,
0: music, music, music boy. Horse.
1: Ghost to Medina,
0: I suppose first.
1: Medina. Do you
0: remember the first gig we played john remember it was in the Khrushchev. jesus the, and the nerves with 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 tessie's band you know
1: yeah and they offered us a gig and we were like i think we were nervous for about two weeks <laughs> petrified would be and like do you remember those gigs like were, were high on the cardio i mean i you left it out there let it out there and i think that was a reaction to pure nerve <laughs> <laughs> your nerves, but the funny thing is man I yeah you gave me the opportunity to be a vocalist uh, like a screamer in a band it's something I, I actually always wanted to do but I never thought I'd do it and it's just been great to fucking how many gigs have we played together now maybe 20 or something like that with, with the Ghost of Medina and maybe last year with horse like, the one with horse and it's just been great man I love it you know plus it's cool
0: you know the way we did that therapy cover in, in the horse gig a few weeks ago and just be able to kind of just walk up to the mic and sing. Just take yeah. the mic off the singer and just sing the end of the yeah. song. Yeah,
1: and it's cool as well.
0: When, it's real freedom.
1: Yeah, and it's cool when, like, uh, you give your best friend in in the audience the camera, and you get them to capture this pivotal moment of this you of love since you were like a kid with playing with your best friend on stage, and you say capture this, and then he turns off the fucking camera. Just <laughs> when you get the microphone in your hand. So thanks, Tony Galvin <laughs>
0: Interview number one or two. Cardiologist. Yeah,
1: thanks, Tony. <laughs> that is a moment last forever.
0: <laughs> At least we captured the audio. Yeah, that was crushing, man. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, like you and me, and that it's part of the whole thing. There's crushing music. Of I don't mean always heavy, but great music is is part of this whole thing. You know what I mean? It's part of training, man. I love. Like, music makes a massive difference to some people training it Can have a really great impact on your training, you know what I mean?
0: It's all one man, it's like listening to fucking hate breed when you're running or something, you know. It's like exactly, dude. Yeah, it's, yeah, or it's like
1: listen to trance music when you're running, yeah. you can li- link into something. It's there's something deeper going on with music and training and music and life in general, but music and training, especially the long distance stuff, man. When you're listening to <gasps> Orbital or something and you just get into this fucking zone, it helps Soul. you to loosen as well, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, I know, like Robbie from Fitness Works, we were talking about this. about... How far should a person run, you know, and they, you should, you know, when they're starting running and getting out there running and, you know, this uh, famous Russian strength coach, Pavel Satsulin, was like, you know, you should run until you feel feel like you're tightening. You should just run for as long as you can be loose and free and stop when you when you know. get I, I I don't fully agree with that. But I see that it's nice. It's, it's something I've lost to just have that really loose running. It's not trying to quantify it in any yeah, sense. Yeah, just you know? head out and put put on some tunes. I did that for 10 years. In my 20s, I ran a lot. Just throw on a tape, the 120 tape, and just run, man. Just run. Just let it out and just be relaxed. Just like a fucking... that. That's a lovely feeling. Music and training, man, that one... Interlinked, yeah. No, the 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 band oh. is killing it. like <laughs> Horse are killing it. I, I
0: just uh, thought of do you remember, to see Down in the Astoria and Julian, <laughs> Julian got shot on by a fucking Julian pigeon. Got
1: shot on by a pigeon, but then Julian, <laughs> yeah, Julian. My really handsome face showed up on the DVD. Out in terror. <laughs> you remember yeah. you saw
0: my face on the DVD?
1: No, I know he was in some DVD. Was I in the. the, the well Ireland's that, most wanted. Frank and Walters, anyway, in the fucking in a, the Spiegel tent. I, I got my face into that DVD. Total media horrors, But the thing about it is, Julian hasn't got his face in the DVD, even though his wife is on the crowbar DVD. So, Julian, oh, someday yeah. you'll be on a DVD like the rest of us. I put it in the <laughs> <laughs> horse DVD. I'm like, there oh, you fuck go. fuck yeah, horse, man. Um, horse is Kieran's band, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's my band. Blackout at Sunrise. It's funny, know, the nerves. Horse.
0: Don't really, I don't feel them as much, you know. Do you know, like even Galway, there, no, there, night It was just like you just don't feel it. I mean, maybe, it's but do you
1: know f- the thing about nerves, man? It's like with this, with the with Castlehaven GA, I'm gonna be nervous in a good way, mm. and because it's a challenge. Yeah, you, you gotta ch- chase the nerves sometimes as well. Do you know we were talking about listening to your gut, Karen, about stuff in general. Uh, you gotta listen to your gut, but sometimes you need those butterflies in the stomach. You need it. like I mean for classes. I used to have it a lot for classes, uh, because I wanted, I wanted to give a good class, you know, and you're, you're kind of, you know, I take a lot of it on myself, but you've got to chase that feeling, man, you know, you've got to chase those butterflies. Uh, face the to face to fear. Yeah, good, good, good nerves. There's always going mean?
0: to be some bit of apprehension, as. well. So yeah. if you don't
1: have any nerves about horse, you'd want to step up Shit your game. Gig. gig. <laughs> <to>, um, <bigger, laughs> no, there's always a location. little bit, but you know, there's not that fear of failing, yeah, you know,
0: yeah. where you're just like. You just kind of, I suppose, maybe become a bit more comfortable. Oh, shit,
1: it. as well. I mean, if you want to be successful, you've got you to gotta accept failure. Like, do mm. you know what I mean? you got to fucking accept you're going to fucking fail sometimes. You know what I mean? That's part of it. That, you know, that's learning. It's like Who inspires
0: you in the training world and the music
1: world? Uh, training world, I'll tell you lately, uh, as in the last couple of days, which always happens around Christmas when I get an urge to run up Karen Toole, Uli Steck is a Swiss mountaineer. And he's an inspiration. He's, they call him the Swiss machine, but he has a deep love of the mountains and he is on the next level of of alpine climbing. And I've always been fascinated by alpine climbing. Like I was talking to a buddy of mine last week about this. There is no audience, really. These like he's a, primarily he climbs not primarily, but he's known for climbing massive mountains, very fast on his own. And there is no audience, you know. He's out there alone, and it's 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 a huge physical challenge, but a massive mental challenge. And there is no one clapping him. You know, it's it's deep, it's coming from inside. Yeah. Uli Steck, he, he set the speed climbing record on the Eiger North Face, and he climbed a ridiculous route in the Himalayas, which would have been t- in the seventies. Took three days, four days. He he climbed it in in less than a day. It was like seventeen hours solo. And it just boggles the mind, the level the man is on. He knows that the next level is coming after him. But he really inspires me. It's not like I'm going to do doing what he does. Yeah. But you can just bring that kind of... I just like it. I'll never do anything remotely like this man. But I just, you look at these people and it's just a fucking cool story. You know what I mean? Who else inspires me, man? A lot of people inspire me in training. I can't be but inspired by Conor McGregor. I mean people will be bitching about him and you know, sometimes he says stuff that you kind of make, makes you cringe a bit but who cares man I mean, you can be cringing all you like but he's the most successful man UFC now he's killing it and
0: he said what he said that he would do he's he done he did it you yeah. know?
1: and to tell you the truth if he didn't I would not hold it against him in the slightest it's all parts of it. the fact that he did though it's just exceptional, man. You can see. We he should be love, proud of him. He loves training, man. Oh, he loves training. He fucking loves it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves and, and that's like that's not, you know. You think, oh, of course, he does. He's a sportsman, but sometimes that love goes when you're pr- professional, uh, and that's also cool. You know, you see a lot of football and stuff. They get real heavy and all after they they leave football, and they just don't don't want to want to really train that hard anymore. That's cool as well. But he just seems to be a man that intrinsically he's always gonna. Always, gonna Always going to be going be doing something pushing it out. Do you know what I mean? Um, um who? Uh,
0: doseños called him out last night. I think, and oh Nate, Nate Diaz called him out, and so sure he's me? like, John Kavanaugh just put up a thing on Twitter going, "Excellent," you know. He's just Kavanaugh seems delighted, and he was like, "Oh," yeah. and he he put up saying something saying like, "Oh, he the the naysayers are already starting to say he hasn't the hope, even though he." Beat the pound for pound number one yeah. in thirteen seconds. Two weeks. Probably. Yeah,
1: the thing about it is, is what I'm really looking forward to. If he moves up to 155 pounds, is, uh, what he'll, like, what he lose and what he'll gain. Because everyone is like he'll lose because he's going to be small now, and they're going to crush him. But I mean, he does a serious weight cut for 145 pounds, which. It's it's very hard to think that that wouldn't affect your performance drastically. Cutting weight, yeah, forty eight yeah. hours to twenty four hours before, uh, the fight, and it's a drastic weight cut for him. And he he said it. It's 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 a He really looks. He always looks kind of emaciated. Emaciated. Scene, yeah. So what he's going to lose? Uh, what's he going to gain? He's going to be coming into these fights. Maybe he's not. Yeah, I, he's, I think he's a natural probably a natural at 155 and he won't have the weight cut he won't have this drastic depleting thing that he has to do I fucking if I was a 155 I'd be worried man I can call him out all I like but who knows do you know
0: who knows God I I, I thought I would be so happy if he did win I'll that knock, belt
1: and knock everyone's block off yeah, that would make me really happy now yeah like a uh, toy hanging around his neck knocking blocks off and he seems and,
0: uh, to really love the fact that he's doing it for his, you know, like, the fact that he's representing Ireland really seems to resonate yeah, he, with him. he
1: he's just a master strategist as well, I mean, he, he builds the fight, he makes the money, and afterwards a side of his personality comes out that I think has to because it'd be easy to to start hating on him because, you know, people don't like big moats, you know, mm. but then after the fight, he's always pretty humble, and you know, he talks about his family, he talks about his fans, and he talks about the work he's put in, and he's humble, and it, that's a side that you know it's a nice balanced side to his personality he's in the fight game you know and he's he's not in, in it for a long time he's in it for a good time yeah. so all he's talking it's all strategy man mm. it's all strategy dude. will monster
0: win today john monster the better man god
1: almighty well i mean it's going to be i can't wait to see that match man. I, I, I i can't even appreciate i can't reson- the, the pressure these boys are under it's easy i don't know pressure like but if four games in a trot now, whew, I
0: know. oh Yeah, I feel, you feel, I feel sorry for Keatley. You won't feel
1: sorry for Keatley, yeah. man. Fuck it, I mean, he's, he works hard, you know. Just yeah. Like, so, what, what was the comedian saying about like all of us here sitting on the couches roaring at the best athletes and Dylan it, Moran, isn't it? Yeah, Dylan Moran, screaming advice <laughs> at the best athletes <laughs> in the fucking. I mean, these boys are under pressure. It's the margins are so small. Uh, I know, like it's you know like they have to be up. They have to be under scrutiny. But I, I'd always have a little bit of uh you'd have a little bit of like compassion for the person who's not going well for. It. it ain't easy at the top, you know what I mean? And sometimes you gotta cut people a break and maybe they'll perform better when they're cut a break, you know yeah. what I mean?
0: It's funny that some people kind of revel in that. Oh misery. Like in the misery, but like some um sports people, you know, that that you know, like Ron Nogara, mm. you know really high pressure environments that's when he became
1: yeah. his best yeah know. yeah it's, um, that, it's a rare thing man it is man the thing like at, at their level they're looking at every detail and for Keithley, they're they're probably when he trains picking out his weaknesses pretty much all the time and uh, trying to work on those to get him up to that high level and because he's even changed he's run up to the kick this year yeah, yeah. And, and the thing about it is you know it's a, it's like training people for me so uh, for most people who don't have that hugely stressful competitive environment, accentuating the positive is always good. Rather than going, you're doing that wrong, go, you're doing this right. And, and usually people, you can change people's form in, a, in an exercise by just correcting them positively. It it's, it's, it's can be very impactful uh, than constantly pointing out negatives. Now, sometimes you have to. But Keithley is at the level there where they're probably, you know, he's working always on on that last one percent. That's where the rubber meets the road, man. That's hard. Got to appreciate how hard it is, you know, mm-hmm. for him. So I thought it was shit that he was booed, but was he booed or was right. management booed? I don't know. But any monster today, I hope they win, and I'm looking forward to that game. man. it's going to be that that game. It's like the GA. You now what they do is 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 quite amazing. Man, you
0: you, know? you, you look really. Positive when you talk about training You know it's Oh yeah but And you trained. love it I love it You look so handsome as well
1: I don't know about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll Put our tops on will we
1: Tops off Pants <laughs> on <laughs> Getting chilly
0: John Before we close out My usual Kind of End of show questions <laughs> Maybe Let me see You know, Best album Oh no I, I know it's <clears> so, <throat> It's so
1: hard man But like Best album Yeah Let me see, man, that is... is That's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously, it changes all the time. Like, at the moment, like, Massive Attack Protection. I listen to a lot of Massive Attack Protection. It's just a soothing on the the brain. Mm. Uh, um, And then, like, Therapy. Trouble gum, It's a great album. Like, when you think of it, when you go back, an album that every tune is brilliant. You know what I mean? Cursed. I mean, you got me into cursed. Cursed two. I couldn't pick one. I know there's too many. Yeah,
0: well, at different times. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think cursed for me, man, is I know you have to take a break from it, but yeah. every time I go back and converge as well. Yeah. Every time you go back to an album, and when you get that feeling like the first time you, it hits you. Yeah. Well, what's thing. happened
1: to me lately is, you know, it's I go on snowboarding now this year in in France again around this time of year. I take my snowboard out, I crack a craft beer after training and watch some snowboard clips yeah. and there's some great tunes behind the clips and I've got some great music downloaded. But then you download the whole album of that artist and it's, it's you don't, you know, you don't like it as much. Mm. But full great albums, like yeah. The Verve, Ur- Urban Hymns, to me that is like front to back masterpiece. Yeah. Act On Baby by U2, U2. Uh, these are back to front you can listen to them as a whole that's that's rare for me now for some reason yeah. I haven't found that, that kind of front to back album in a while maybe I'm li- not listening to as much music which is fairly tragic but
0: I found that I don't listen to as much either at the moment for some well, reason well
1: you said wh- when you were talking to Paul Catney you were like do you get to an age where you just have you know you get to an age where you just have these albums in your head and they'll always be classics and I'll always go back to them like you know what I mean they're full albums and it's only rarely then do I find a new like Leftfield's new album this year. There's one now, Field Alternative Light Source. That was some album. Brilliant name for an album as well. Fucking unbelievable name for an album. But that's a great album to turn into. It has it has everything. It was deep album like so. Ah, oh, I couldn't answer that question. Yeah. If that that was an answer was that an answer? It was a, it was it was a it was <laughs> a good ramble. If anything else. Well, fucking, I'm good at rambling, but I'm a ramble. Uh, what else? Best movie? Your favorite movie? I would have to say. It would m- might have to be Master and Commander. Just by by watches alone, I've watched that movie a lot. Master yeah. and Commander, Austin Crow. I haven't seen that actually. Oh fuck! Well, I'd say some people take say that's a pile of horse shit, but I just love those old like uh, man-o-war boats and mm. just that's a beautiful movie front to back. It's a great movie. There's one coming out called The Revenant, and that looks badass. Man, I love these ones into into the wilderness kind of things uh that looks good as well the revenant but yeah no i think master and commander would be high in the list that's a that's a great movie sometimes you think back and it's easy like
0: overlook albums that have you know back to the music that have had so much global success but even when you listen to Nevermind there but you know like there's such great songs on that album
1: do you know something man Nevermind? there is definitely there, it's just amazing album but i never ever listened to it front to back I would, I it, not like therapy trouble gum, like are not like you know, not like like that, you know. I know it's a great album, like, and it obviously is, like, I mean, fuck, it, but it just it wasn't one of those ones for me, yeah, yeah, That I'd listen to front to back, like the driven from Newcastle West, their album, I'd listen to that front to back, like I thought that was unreal. Cycle albums front to back, yeah. would not stop, like everything, you know. But I never thought that way. Never mind, it's funny, isn't really? it? Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I a
0: classic. I think it was one of them that opened my mind up to heavy music. But yeah. anyway, no, I did. Oh, you did. <laughs> tone Nine. tone
1: Nine. S- I actually didn't. No, Landmines
0: Spring and yeah. tone Nine. That was a revelation for me into like heavy. Yeah. Well, when someone gives you a English fucking English lovely,
1: music. great album, like you've yeah. been given, you've in the last couple of years given me a lot of opened my eyes to a lot of dirty, crusty, great music, like yeah. which is a it's lovely man to be given an album and to go take this now and I won't take your time with it because it's easy gloss over stuff but if someone you trust goes like tombs you gave me like uh winter hours mm. and at the start i was like oh fuck this is right. the next day i was like jeez i'd love to listen to that again And the next day i'd have it on repeat and i'm wearing the cd out that is great you know what i mean local bands as well started to listen to a lot more like, i hope it's nice after their interview there with you like shit band <laughs> Ah, oh, it's basically shit personalities, but <laughs> good, great, great band. The, best band and Mark <laughs> the boys are legends, like and, and, and great great local musicians. So Captain to their, Insano, they Captain put on Insano. some
0: fucking crazy crushing
1: gigs, gigs man! Oh yeah. man, Insano, always got There were some bananas gigs. Bananas. I remember being to a ceiling in a house, house gig. I still pass it every every so often the house and I go. That was a Douglas Street or something, was it or it was yeah as uh, Douglas Street goes up towards Ballyfahan. Yeah. And I was pinned to the ceiling by mm, people going bonkers <laughs> and I was like this is I think that bonkers. was their
0: last gig ever.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was some Some great local bands, man. Small gigs. A horse known for Coliseum
0: for in Berlin. Coliseum that's when Berlin. your head almost fell off. Yeah, that's <laughs> I was witnessed witness the boys. Yeah,
1: I actually fucking engaged uber rock button <laughs> that uh, was a beautiful thing yeah, yeah yeah that was a yeah but i love i think we both love that kind of a you know, it's hard to find what you want to do in life and i think we like a lot of the bands that we like as well because they're they're fitting this love that they have around the normal everyday things that we have you have to do you know what i mean it's hard to find your, your partner trying to make do something they love it's important Like love it's like music, man. The fucking training. Love is very important, man. It's to have something that you love in life and do something that you love. And, and you feel it in the, the music that we've just said. You feel the love of it coming out in those artists. And fucking, it's the same with the training, and all, man. Love is important. <laughs> I'm going to have a cry now here. Yeah, I kiss your face.
0: Passion a lot in these interviews, passion, I notice. Man. But man, uh, you're like, it's it's so fucking important. Oh, fucking love, man. It all resonates from yeah. that, man. You got a Positive energy. Yeah, dude. John, it's been a pleasure. Um, happy Christmas. Oh, happy Christmas. Ho ho ho. Um, so Warcry training, Warcry training is on Facebook. Yeah, it? Um, yeah.
1: But uh, just my phone number is 0876902072. So it's like calling people. People normally call me if they want to train with me.
0: Okay, uh, Warcrylife
1: at Yeah, Warcrylife at gmail dot But like
0: and you can throw up the war cry signal to the sky
1: yeah the bat the bat mobile you yeah. <laughs> come swooping in the war cry mobile
0: it's, it's, not, a, it's not a bad it's like a, a fucking can of fucking nice beer oh, <laughs> You <come> run <running>. it
1: yeah. <laughs> well, a, a cappuccino stout <laughs> it's the finest name for a beer I've ever seen cappuccino stout
0: John happy Christmas yeah it's happy been a Christmas pleasure. thanks for having me kind of alright man go, best of luck with the future bye bye